we go. There, there we go. All right. Oh hi. Oh my God. Welcome everybody. Wilkers, guys. Welcome back. Hi guys. It's us. The Grand Slam. The podcast is back. We're live. We've returned. We have returned. It's been a while, but we've returned. Think of it as like a, a new season of the podcast. It's a new year, a new episode, a new season. We put in some bits and pieces of other content around, but we're back live. We're back. Oh, God, what year is it? Uh, 2042. Who are you people? I am Tim. Tim. And I'm Pablo. My name is... And I'm Pablo. I used to play for the Bengal Tigers back in 2022 for the uh, Bengal Tiger football team in the NFL. Those are all words. Mm Mm-hmm. Those are all words, but... Are you oh, sorry? I'm eating. I'm drinking water, but it's frozen water, and it's kind of ice. That's so just called ice. ice. That's just called ice. We we just call that ice, Edgar. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Pablo. Your name is Pablo now. <laughs> it's all coming back to me. Oh, this is the Grand Slam, and we are live. Um, words, words, words. Greetings, and uh, yeah, lots of words. But yes, as as you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, we're live and we have returned. Of course, I'm your host, Edgar, and I'm here with my two lovely co-hosts, Mr. Robin Machuca and Will from South Texas. Hello. Hi. And welcome. And we've talked about a couple of bits in the in the during our uh our streaming soon pre-show stuff. But um just a quick update. How are you guys? Ah, uh, doing good. I I think. I'm doing well. I'm no longer coming to the podcast from uh, the dumpster outside of Denny's. Um, I think my audio quality is far better than it was. Right? Yes, you are actually. You're not cutting. You're not cutting off like uh, when we did our Christmas episode. You want to know why? Why is that? I have internet now, so that's good. Woo! Um, yeah, nice, the whole nice. long, the, the long series of string and tin cans we were using it, 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 it rained, and the string got wet, and I'm pretty sure that doesn't let it let it work anymore. Somebody out there will correct me, but anyway, I have internet now, so we're connected by internet tubes. Yee. So you you don't so Will's not sounding from the from the trash can anymore. His audio is much better. So he he was he's not cutting off like we were in the episode. So you see, it's it's it's, it's the ability to um I don't know where I'm going with this, but yes. Don't worry, I'll save you. Um, so uh, Robin, um, yes. D- despite the fact that I'm no longer in the can outside of Denny's, um, you still are. Uh, how's that going for you? Um, you know, it's still good. There's still a lot of uh, leftover pancake mix out here and it, mm. it's very, it's, it's very hospitable out here and uh, very treacherous. It's much like going on the, on the surface of Mars. Ah, so, uh, 
it was pasta special day, huh? Just no, red sauce yes. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. I never liked know. that day. It, I didn't even know they sold spicy. pasta there. Spicy. Yeah. Apparently, Denny's also has has spaghetti, but only the only the only the bad one in town. You know, not uh, the oh. good Denny's. Yeah. Mm. So so they have uh, pasta night, and you know nobody buys it. I don't know why they still do it, but it's Who happening. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so, fellas, uh, it's been a minute. Um, when was our last episode? Early part of December, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I could actually let me let me let me double check. The last time we had a actual podcast episode was whoa a month. <laughs> um, if we're going by not but we're not going by when we recorded it but more of when it was uploaded to the YouTubes which you can follow us uh, or subscribe to us that'd be really cool to um we had it's been a month ago uh it's been since it's been a month since we've done it's a, been a month ago I've been a month ago that's just crazy <laughs> but then but but the length of in between uh our other episode our our last episode that was like episode 42 when we reviewed our monster squad was like another month ago, uh, technically, or a couple of more. So it, it's, it's been a while. It's been, it's been a, a fat minute, but of course we have well, like, dang. yeah, but we've done, we've done a couple of stuff and we've seen that the people been, you know, still watching us on the YouTubes and still going on. I mean, recently we just got to 70 followers on the Twitch. So we're now up to 70 followers. Nice. Hot nice. damn. We're like we're like uh what what's his name uh uh the blue haired guy uh we're just like him now we've got all the followers <laughs> oh shit we're ninja <laughs> Ooh, oh we're my Nigel's... god we're just like uh ninja yeah we're we're Nigel Thornberry yeah is it what's his name uh 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 Calvin Bennett something like Calvin Blake uh Blevins Blevins Curtis Blevins I think is his name uh we're Curtis. just like him. We're just like uh, we're we're as big as uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Respectful. Um, Doctor Respectful. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're kind of like him, kind of. Yeah, almost there. Uh, in that Uh-oh. we you never see two of our faces. Uh, we always see Edgar because uh, Edgar is the face of this show. Yeah, and, and as you can tell. As, as you can tell, I still kind of have my camera in the black and white. I was gonna change it to color, but I don't know. I kind of like it in the in the in the black and white camera. I got no color. I got no no other uh, colors or stuff. Uh, but I got um, my it frame. Appears, it, it appears that color, the... uh, Edgar lives in the void. Yes, the void. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, um, in a couple of months, uh, it will be a year since. Uh, we've had this. It was, it'll be uh, not a year, but like a, maybe one or two years. Let me let me double cheese this, cause uh, cause if I if it I only counts cheese. for the amount of time that I've been here. It only True. counts for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that before I showed up, the grand slam was only the grand slap, and that was it. There was no M. It was, I was the M. I was the thing that completed the. <laughs> Grand Slam. I brought in five dollars, and we could afford the marquee for the M. 
We had enough light bulbs for the Grand Slap, but no M. But I brought up the M. That is true. Um, it it appears that um, the TV for where we would see people talk um, is nothing but static. Yeah, I I made it look like static now. So. Um, oh, so the oh, so they'll still pop up. It just looks like static. Okay. Yeah, but on May, uh, if for our May tenth. Uh, 2020 was when we had our our episode and it's gonna be two years when we get to that two years since our very first grand slam episode but if we want to be the the, the technical technical where is it at where is this one at uh boom 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 this one yeah right here it's been since one week since you looked at me no um ah <laughs> <laughs> in, in September 1st of 2020, um, when we get to September 1st, it'll be two years since the full team has, uh, the full team of the Grand Slam has been together. Nice. Yeah, so two, so two well, years. It was a good run. Uh, pack it up, everybody. <laughs> it's over. Um, I think we've done it. We've hit episode 5,000 and, uh. We're going to move on. Uh, the next podcast I'm doing is called, uh, you know, Three Guys and a Camel. We're going to be coming to you live <laughs> from Idaho and on a potato farm. That's it. Wrap it up. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Well, well we Wait, almost... no, I've just, I've just been informed that that got canceled. The Grand Slam lives on, everybody. Woo! <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but... Fuck that camel. <laughs> that camel was oh, acting when up. Did, when did we get a camel? Oh, we didn't. This is a completely different group of people. <laughs> Those that people camel, gotta... you know, that, that, that camel had a criminal record. Did you know that? Oh, oh my! What did it do? Yeah, that, that, that camel, uh, that camel stole five tons of baby food from Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> In a, in a truck, he stole a truck. That so there was bastard. a camel. That bastard. <laughs> How did he? You can't have shit in Detroit. <laughs> you can't have shit. How is a cowboy able to drive a oh. car? I don't even think oh, it has opposable thumbs. Here comes Garoppolo. Forty. Oh, Forty Niners now have the ball. Oh yeah. Also, as as we're as we're doing the podcast, Robin's gonna multitask for us because. Um, He's not only is he gonna be with us talking about the 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 our what we're gonna be discussing today, but he's also watching an NFL game to see who's going to the suit who's gonna be the next person going to the Super Bowl. First, the Bengals somehow beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and now it's either gonna be the Rams or San Francisco, and I'm hoping it's gonna be San Francisco. Because Robin, for the Rams, go goats. Yeah, <laughs> are are the are, where are the Rams from? Are they from Los Angeles? Ah, so two California teams. California. Yep, and the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is gonna be, is gonna be in uh, Los Angeles, like at huh? their at their stadium. It's so. gonna be at, it's gonna be at Robin's birthplace in California. Like it's gonna be right there. Yes. So they're gonna be like, "Hey, Robin, we need you to come to uh, the Super Bowl. You're gonna be our halftime show." 
They, we just canceled our halftime show with Dr. Dre, Eminem, Kendrick, and Snoop Dogg, and all the other ones that were coming in for the halftime show. Robin's now the halftime show. Ethel Merman. Ethel Merman uh, got uh, she canceled, and so all the other guys pulled out. They were like, yeah. Ethel Merman's not going to be... Okay, well, Ethel Merman has passed, but it was going to be a hologram of Ethel Merman. It was going to be her doing all of her uh, famous songs, uh, such as Gin and Juice. Um, uh, you know how Ethel you know how Ethel Merman sang Gin and Juice. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, Robin, give us a few lines as Ethel Merman doing Gin and Juice. You know that famous impression you do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I uh, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, we Robin, probably can't afford the it. real afford Ethel it. Merman. Don't you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I'm the real Ethel Merman. Don't you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it went kind of uh, like that. We were know. crossing borders. The new world order is stop here. It, stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. <laughs> actually, actually, I learned this. Did you know that this is not a joke? This is real. Ethel Merman had a disco album. Really? Yeah, she sang all of her songs from Broadway, but it just had a disco backbeat. Oh. So, like, imagine, and I'm, I'm not shitting you, it was like, you know, uh, there's no business like show business, but on the backbeat, it's like you know, like it's really funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> Listen to it sometime. Go, you know, after the show, everybody go YouTube Ethel Merman Disco, and it's there. Yeah, we'll make, we'll probably put like a link here somewhere uh, for Ethel uh, for her disco album. I didn't even know she had a disco album. Yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. I don't even know who Ethel, who who she is. <laughs> she, she sang oh, gin and juice, Robin. She <laughs> sang gin and juice famously. Come on, it was Snoop Doggy Dog, Dr. Dre, and Ethel. Yeah. Don't you remember? Don't you remember that, Robin? It's the part. She, she she's in the she's in. <laughs> she's in the lyrics. I mean, she's she's literally in the lyrics. Uh, Sipping uh, on gin and juice. Laid With, back, my mind on my Ethel and my Ethel on my mind. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Ethel on my mind, and then Ethel just comes in. She's like, "That's me." And, you know, it, it, it's I'm that person. I'm Ethel Merman, sipping on gin and juice. Laid but, back, with my mind on my me and my me on my mind. You know how Ethel Merman does. Yeah, everybody yeah. knows that's how she does it. Everyone knows her famous dances, her her famous song with Snoop. You know, yeah. <laughs> Ethel Merman uh, made the Macarena, for example. She, her her musical talents just endless. <laughs> she made the she she did do the 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 the, 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 the Macarena. Yeah, she made that yeah, too. That was Ethel. Yeah, but you know, speaking of uh, Ethel Ehrman and her music, Ethel Ehrman. Uh, we were. <laughs> we have a. We got a movie that we all just saw. Yes. That relates to that, which is the cult classic movie, The Sound of Music. I That's don't know what, if it's a cult classic, but okay. <laughs> it's it's a classic. <laughs> a classic. That, what what would, would we what what would be considered a cult classic? Or the definition like, of the Rocky a cult Horror music. Picture show. Yeah, like very, very, 
like it's a small group of people who really like it and then it it grows from there whereas like the sound of music isn't isn't is a best picture winner it's also a best director winner mm. god damn also it, is... it, it won the very famous award for austria travel bureau austria travel bureau they had exactly one award show and they said hey sound of music austria let's go there the magic of salzburg and vienna and sausages um stefan help me out in the chat say something about (laughs) austria i'm running out here i'm gonna stall enough for stefan to type something it's also based off of a real event. Um, oh, these are yeah. well, these were real. The Anschluss. Yeah, yeah. Well, these were real people. They actually escaped from Austria before the war started, um, and they uh, sadly um, the the guy that's played by Christopher Plummer. By the way, Christopher Plummer, rest in peace, is in this movie. Um, he. Um, he actually died of like I think a couple years after they escaped to um, to the United States. Oh, so I, w- I yeah. will say this. I don't know about you guys, but for for me, this is the first time I've ever actually sat down and watched the movie. Um, I I've heard this. I've a lot. I've I've heard the music because I know my sister was a she was really. Uh, she was a big fan of the movie, and so she would she would watch it and she listened to the music. So I heard like bits and pieces of the songs, but not all the music. And I never really knew what the story was. I just kind of knew it involved uh, Mary Poppins. Well, not the character, but the actress who plays Mary Poppins. I no, no, think of her it's name. Mary Poppins. <laughs> uh, Mary Poppins, and she uh, she sings a lot and. Uh, and that's all I kind of knew. And I knew that it involved kids. Um, I kind of forgot that it involved uh, Nazis too. I didn't uh, I didn't remember that until I was like half, uh, not halfway through the movie, but I was like towards the beginning, I was thinking like, oh, wait, isn't this like taking place like during World War II or before World War II? And, uh, and then, you know, d- during the movie, it was like, y- you don't know it until like halfway through the movie. Um, that is around there, even though it tells you what day it is. It's like it's before, it's uh during the decline of the golden age, I think it says in the beginning of the movie. The golden age of the 30s, the golden 30s. Yeah. And uh, I was just, I was like, huh. And then, you know, one kid just does the, the that Nazi salute. And I was like, oh, g- gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, 1965, they're not, I mean, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, with the saying 1965. But, <laughs> but I was like, That oh. was the year it was made. That is relevant information. It had nothing yes. to do with what Edgar was saying, but it was relevant to talking about the picture. Yeah. Um, Edgar? <laughs> uh, and, and I was like, okay. And, and in, that was the only mention they had of like, uh, like it was Nazis were involved in stuff for a while. It wasn't until I think I was like halfway through the movie where we're ju- we're jumping through this. I feel like a lot of people have already seen this movie, but we'll get to we'll get to it when we get to it. It's just like I want to talk about these certain things. So, anyways, uh, 
it wasn't until like halfway through the movie where she gets they find she finally gets married with the guy, and you're like, yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I look through the time, I'm like, wait, there's still a big chunk of the movie left. I'm like, where what's gonna happen next? And then uh, fades fades to black, and then fades in again, and then it's just bunch of Nazi flags everywhere. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, that's where we're going next. Okay. And, uh, well, this took a turn. <laughs> I was like, it went from like, it's like, it see, it was like, oh, it was like nice and happy, jolly. You know, there was just like that one guy that did the, the Hitler salute. And, you know, it just went back to like a nice romance movie. And then, you know, Nazis showed up. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, that fits in the time period. It was the time when, uh, Austria decided to jo- rejoin the, uh, um, the Third Reich um, during that time period. Um, that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just—it's also good to know that von von Trapp, the the character played by Christopher Plummer, was you know very like an old school Austrian, where he's like, yeah, no, I don't like the Nazis. They're bad people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, well, I gotta say, well, that's, that's because uh, uh, von Trapp was a he he was a Habsburg man. He he wanted he wanted the emperor back. He was like, hey, let you know this, this whole like democracy thing. Let's get rid of that. Let's have kings. I like kings. <laughs> I assume. I think he said well, that in the movie. I mean, I think he would rather be in a in a quote-unquote democracy republic than being in a dictatorship. See, then, you know, they escaped to the United States, but... Mm. That, that was what... not made clear to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, um, like, I, I, can, I can say that I have, like, I've been to Salzburg. I've been to where they filmed part of this, part of the filming of this movie, Hmm. Um, like you know that that big castle. Oh shit! Never, hang on, interception by by the uh, by Forty ers as you heard in from the in the end zone. Oh wow! Oh, wow. <laughs> See, guys, we're, we're introducing the Grand Slam. We d- we discussed multiple things at the same time. So not only are we talking about uh, the sound of music and and how Nazis are in the movie. But we're also talking about the 49ers and the Rams. Yes. <laughs> Follow us and subscribe for more. Things, uh, <laughs> these things are connected cosmically, as we both know. The sound of music <laughs> and football. There, there's this, uh, there's this cosmic connection to them. Uh, you can read all about it in my upcoming book, available on the Grand Slam <laughs> merch store, called uh, "Football and the Cosmic Connection of All Things." Um, it includes such chapters as the sound of music and most pastas, uh, <laughs> and also the Keebler elves. Mm, Keebler elves. That's a fun chapter. Uh, but as we know, uh, you know, it's going to be a great book. Probably going to win a Pulitzer. Yeah, um, true that. And which congratulations, uh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I wish I could clap and hold down the uh, push to talk button, but. That shit can't. (laughs) 
but I mean, and also in in Will's uh, in Will's recent book that's coming out, uh, it does have uh, it does discuss how the 49ers got its name, which was fun fact. It was one. It was from that particular one of the particular kids. I can't remember what his name was. It was probably Tim, Phil, or uh, John. But um, he was one of the kids in the in the Sound of Music movie, and he what he kind of says it in the movie. He's like, "Oh, I like the 49ers. and that's how the NFL." Came up with the 49ers. How, how dare you disrespect how they got their name? How they got their name was a part of Californian history. God damn it. <laughs> no, it was part of California gold. Hi, I'm Yul Hauser, and today we're going to discuss the sound of music. What is that about? Robin? Do you want to get back to. So, like. You know that giant fortress that you see on the uh, on the mountain and the, the yeah, it's a big fortress. Yeah, as well as like the cathedral, like and the uh-huh. uh, there's like a giant. <laughs> it's like a giant like fountain with uh with like golden horses and all that. Oh, I love horses. They go clip clop clip clop. Well, like I was like, what was funny is that when I was watching that this morning, and I like. I'm seeing like where they're going because I've been to those places and like I, I keep thinking like how did they end up there when they were just here and it, it's like because I'm like thinking like because this place is like on the other side of, of Salzburg where, where they just started and uh, they're acting as if like oh no I just got there really and it's, I, it's you know it's it's hall it's whatever like you it's know, the it's, power it's, it's of the sound of music <laughs> Do you, do you think they somehow know how to, uh, like Star Trek, they just materialize all across <laughs> Salzburg? Is Salzburg in some kind of uh, void or some kind of quantum They're leap? Well, void. These, are, these are just questions I have. I'm Eel Howler. Well, I mean, you know, Mary Poppins is in the movie, and she uh, maybe she's part of the Star Trek Enterprise. And so she just magically teleported to uh, Austria and she became a nun for a while. She had like an existential crisis and she became a nun for a while. And then after that, she fell in love with an Austrian man and she didn't realize of what time she was until she saw Nazis everywhere. And then she escaped with her with her new kids and her new husband. And she told them, hey, guys, I just remembered I, I work for the Star Trek Enterprise. And she's like, so see ya. And 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 that's that's like my big brain theory that's like a big theory that's going on in my brain where it's Dude, mary poppins I, I love i i love a uh, big bang theory that is oh, my oh favorite my. Show. shut up <laughs> shut up <laughs> that time hey, that sheldon says bazinga oh my god <laughs> hey, hey hey robin uh what Shut the hell up, all right? We know you're lying. We know you're lying. <laughs> so you, anyway, the sound of music. <laughs> yes, the, the the sound of music in Star Trek. Um, so, so so being my first time watching the movie from beginning to end, and literally actually just watching the movie in general. Uh, I liked it. I actually, I liked it. I think it had some really uh, good bangers as, of music. God uh, damn it! Is this the fact? Like you said, they have some good bangers of music in, in in the sound of music. It's great. You know, I think some of the music was kind of fire. It was kind of sick at AF. 
uh they had a what was that song called um the do re mi fa su la bi do um, that's a good one yeah that that's a that's a that's a dope track um i like uh uh it's better than the remix they made but uh i like the the og original one um but my favorite one of one of the songs is the um is the I have confidence in sunshine. Apparently, I didn't know this. That's not originally in the musical. That's they made that for the movie. Oh. That makes sense. I, yeah, I didn't know that. And I was like, oh, cool. Also, this movie's got a budget. Like, it's got a big, big budget. <laughs> big budget. And uh Yeah, yeah keep rubbing it in that we don't have a budget, Edgar. I know. I crunched the numbers. <laughs> Uh, I'm at a level with everybody. The reason that we were gone for a month is not not because we were busy or I just moved or, you know, Robin was busy and Edgar had school and was doing things. No, 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 no. That had nothing to do with it. It all had the fact to do that we couldn't afford to keep the lights on anymore. Like, literally. You need to, like... Yeah, literally. We, we, we couldn't afford electricity. Uh... Uh, please subscribe and donate. Um, we, the budget <laughs> is very tight. Um, we were, that we being so... said, did you know that you can eat ramen without heating it up? It's just really crunchy. You can make it into a sandwich. It's just... You can make it into a sandwich. If you put ramen, if you put a ramen disc on top of a ramen disc with a ramen disc in the middle, it's basically just a ramen sandwich. And if you sprinkle some of that powder on top, boy howdy, is it almost tasty. Um, it's pretty spicy, you can say. I mean, I, it's I mean, it's not it's not unheard of to eat like chopped up ramen like that when it's not cooked. <laughs> that's gonna I be a new. That's gonna be a new food review. This is all from Robin's upcoming cookbook. So your broke ass needs to eat with Robin. <laughs> with Robin, that's it. Just with Robin, that's and it's like you ever, you, you ever had uncooked noodles? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> End of chapter one. <laughs> you, ever, you ever just eat raw ravioli? <laughs> well, you just freeze hey, it up like yes. a pop tart. Oh, you ever take you ever take bologna and put it in the freezer over a stick and go, hey, it's a popsicle. Don't do that. That's, that's a bad just, idea. Just pop in, uh, yeah. If, uh, going back to ravioli being a pop tart, just pop it in the toaster and there you go. Yeah. It, oh my! Imagine that. Someone. Oh, I, I I guarantee someone probably has tried that. Put ravioli in a toaster. Because I've, I've seen people eating it. Oh, I've seen God. people put bacon in microwaves. Like people were like, "Yeah, I, I put my bacon in the microwave." Have you ever put a slice of cake in, in in a in a in a toaster? Don't do it, Rob. Robin, I, Wait, Robin, what? I told you not to talk about Edgar's cake that way. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't the wouldn't the actual cake, like if it's like a birthday cake or like a chocolate cake or. You know, any kind of cake, wouldn't it just, like, the frosting just fall off into the toaster? Like, uh, you would probably have to make, like, a thin slice of cake in there. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. All right. All right. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Don't ignore, ask too many questions. Ignore the burning smell of frosting. Uh, 
Robin, why is the toaster just smothered in pieces of frosting, and, and why are there crumbs everywhere, and why is it all on fire? Well, I was experimenting. I ran out of space. What, what do you want me to do? There was no more space in the cupboard for me to put that stuff in there, so I put it in the toaster. Is, is, but but that doesn't explain why you smothered it in in frosting. I ran out of space. I, <laughs> I ran out of space. The space. I like my frosting slightly warmed and smeared. What can I say? Um, <laughs> I like oh, protein in my you frosting. Know what I'm gonna eat for dinner tonight? What? What you gonna eat? What you gonna? I'm, I'm just gonna eat some Betty Crocker frosting. Just right out of the tin, just oh with a spoon. Be like, hey, look, I got diabetes. <laughs> oh my God. They're going to take my food on Tuesday, but I love it. <laughs> I love my frosting. I like it with a bit of protein, so I put bologna in it. <laughs> I put bologna in my frosting. That way I get all the food groups. Mm, I love <laughs> bologna and frosting. <laughs> You want to know how I get all the food groups from frosting and bologna? Here's how. Bologna's made of animal. Animal eats uh, vegetables. Therefore, <laughs> by by the uh, by the properties of uh, a transference, I ate vegetables. They also eat wheat, so that's bread, you know? Mm-hmm. Time to get that bread. <laughs> that bread. What were we were talking about? Oh, yeah. We're talking the about sound the sound of music. Of music. Um, Actually, we were talking about your cake, but whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, the sound of music. Um, that's what brought us here together today. So Mary Poppins shows up, right? She falls out of the sky with her magic umbrella, and she lands in a nunnery. <laughs> and the nuns are like, how do you solve a problem like Mary Poppins? <laughs> and they're like, I, I don't know, man. Um, and then, and you know... Uh, they just tell her, "Hey, Mary Poppins, we're gonna make you go to this this military guy's house or navy guy." He's, uh, and Isn't he also a baron? I think. I think so. Yeah. I think all I, I all I remember is no, he is a baron because they kept referring uh, to Julie Andrews' character as Baroness Maria, the character Maria. Hmm. Maria. Maria. Maria, Maria. Whoa, that just hit me. Um, fucking uh, West Side Story, right? The main character love interest there is Maria, and then this Julie Andrews is Maria. Is there like another major musical where the leading lady is named Maria? Because we could package that and call it, you know, the Maria trifecta or something. Uh, I don't know. It's just everyone, a marketing idea. Continue on. Everyone, get on that. Find what other musical has Maria in it. Specifically, the main character, Maria. Uh, but yeah, so she uh, she be, she's a nun, but then she's like, oh, you're going to go with this Austria uh, uh, Navy guy. And she's like, oh, okay. And she goes in and she sings her confidence song and she, she sees a house and it's a rich person's house and he basically makes his kids all act like if they are in a, uh, you know, if they're soldiers, of how they're marching, and and I I I uh, more specifically I, sailors, but yeah, sailors. There you go. More specifically, submariners. <laughs> yes, <laughs> S- 
submarines. We can keep playing the game. How much more specifically can we get? Stefan, what type of submarine would the uh, Austro-Hungarian Navy have had? We'll get back to you in a minute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, he runs a house like he runs a ship. It's uh, filled with appliances. Yeah, and I I like the uh, I like the main character the 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 nun girl Mrs. Mary Poppins. I really like I liked her character a lot. She was very uh, she was nervous, but she was confident, and she she was she was like the 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 sun on on over the clouds, as you could say. And so uh, she made the movie she made the movie a lot of fun. She was really entertaining to watch, and. The, uh, the 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 chemistry and relationship she has with everyone in the family uh, was really uh, cool. Ah, Stefan says a h a a a h u boats use gasoline engines, so they had awful range. Well, oh. there we go. Um, so he runs the family like a short range submarine uh, crew. There we go. Yeah. And, but yeah, uh, Julie Andrews is delightful in this movie. Oh yeah, definitely. She's got a really good voice too. She's she sings really damn good. It's she almost like she's a professional. I know, right? right. <laughs> Except she's not because she's a nun. So she's yeah. just singing as part of her nunnery, her nunning. She has she she has none none. She, she has the power. I don't know where I'm going anymore. Robin, save me. <laughs> oh, that's she... nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. She has nonsense. That's why. <laughs> she has the power of Jesus to make her sing like Mary Poppins. That's the logical way of her singing. Jesus gave her the power. Well, my question is, what's Dick Van Dyke doing? In... He's not in this movie. I don't right. Uh, uh, you know, he could have played. Where's pl Bert? Bert and Ernie? Bert and his no, terrible Bert. Cockney accent. <laughs> well, that's just his voice, Robin. <laughs> it's his natural voice, Robin. What? Right. It, you know, that's what he sounds like. He sounds like Dick Van Dyke. And what does Dick Van Dyke sound like? Like Bert from Bert yeah. and Ernie. Like Bert, yeah. I mean, if he was in this movie, he'd be like, "Oh yeah, Governor, how you doing? I'm Australian now. What are you going you know? to do about it, mate? I almost spat up my water. <laughs> oh, oh, crikey! It's a local Nazi. Well, we better tackle him. They're dangerous. You know, you know where I'm from? I'm from Australia. I'm from Australia. I'm a chimney sweep. I'm no Mary Poppins. <laughs> well, that's very nice, Mr. Burt, but we're in Austria. Crikey, not Australia? Well, what the hell was this accent for? I'm going to have to yell at my producer. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, he's going to yell out. He's going he's gonna to yell out rationally. Uh, rationally, <laughs> rationally. <laughs> I couldn't think I of a word. It was. What's the question? Do you think those kids were really doing the puppetry on those uh, on those puppets? No, they were doing the song about the goats. I don't. Do, do, so. you, do, do, do you think they could have? It would be really hard, and would have taken them a while. But I think they could have. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. mean, they 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 learned how to dance and sing, so. 
It could, it's yeah, a possibility that, they could have been a favorite part of the movie. It was the puppets. I will um, say one thing that was disappointing finding out about this movie is that everybody in the movie is using their own voice to sing, except for Christopher Plummer. Really? Wait, Maybe he just keeps yeah. singing. Maybe, I, honest, <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought the thought you were going to say was like, you know what's really sad about this movie? Everyone who's in this movie is dead now. And I was going to be like, oh, well, that's... Not, no, not everybody's dead. Um, Quite a lot of them are dead. When you two? think about how the age of the nuns and some of the other people, yeah, quite a lot of them are dead. I'm, I wikipedia did. Some of them have passed. Two of the... Um, I know two of the kids have died since. Oh. And, um, like, the, the main... The, the oldest girl, she she passed away in 2015, I think, or 2017. I'm not sure. Um, Frederick, um, if you've seen the movie Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know the guy who who comes to talk to Leonardo DiCaprio in the trailer about his makeup, about making him look like a Western guy. Yeah, that that's uh, Frederick. That was that's the kid. Oh wow! Yeah. Do you so, mean Friedrich? Yeah, Friedrich. Friedrich. Wow, I did not know that. Hmm. Yeah, and, I know. Um, you ever seen? You ever seen um, the Princess Diaries? Yeah, Julie Andrews. I, is that's that. Julie Andrews. Do you believe that? Like they put a lot of makeup on her and they made her look like a brunette, and like she was in high school, but then she like <laughs> like she took, she takes the glasses off and then boom, she's pretty. Like, oh, I, oh, I think that's that old uh, trope, but like that's Julie Andrews. I don't then, think that was Julie Andrews. Well, then who was it? My, I think I, might I think it was. Hunch, it might have been Anne Hathaway. She, it, you know, the girl that plays uh, 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 Black Cat in The Dark Knight Rises. That's who plays the the main princess in Princess Diaries. That's her. What? Who does she play in in that? What? She plays uh, Black Cat in The Dark Knight Rises. That's the she one where it's... No, she it's... plays Catwoman. Oh, there you go, Catwoman. Cat Black Cat's from Spider-Man. My bad. Whoops. My bad, guys. Uh, whoops. <laughs> uh, don't kill me for that. That well, was a... Now, now they're going... Now they're going to. They're going to kill you now. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, Anne Hathaway died in the 16th century, said uh, Stefan. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> wait, about... wait. <laughs> that's that's what are you talking what's... about Eartha Kit? What? Oh my god. Yeah, Catwoman, Eartha Kit. Oh Earth... no. No. <laughs> oh. Uh I think you're talking about a different a, a different catwoman. Oh, Ro- Robin's oh, giving commentary. Okay. Oh, we have a fumble. A, f- a fumble from from who, Robin? What the fuck? Oh, San Francisco got a fucking touchdown. What the fuck? It was it was there was a fumble. It was they knocked it out of uh, the quarterback's hands, and then San Francisco was able to get a wasn't even knocked out of the hands. He threw it downward, and it. Oh, oh. sports. Oh, they're not counting it. Oof. Damn it. Well, no touchdown. You know what? Speaking of touchdowns, um, there was no touchdowns literally in in the Sound of Music. There was singing and dancing. 
I like how we're just dancing around it. We're not even talking about. We never. We're never going to talk about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, well like, we are talking about the movie because um, Anne Hathaway's in it. She plays. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> uh, one of. Uh, I think it's. Uh, I think I think her character's <laughs> name is Rolf. Rolf. <laughs> You'll never be one of them, Rolf. And then he, and then she just whistles a lot. She sings a song. She sings a song with the with the eldest girl. I think it's called um, uh, uh, "I Could Do Anything for Love." Oh, what that 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 was. That was the song they cut out of the Sodom music because uh, they were like, no, yeah. no, no, we'll put it in the soundtrack. And then she was a character that she was the only character in the family that was left behind in Azure when they all tried to leave. Because when uh, when they confronted the girl, the, 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 the oldest girl's uh, ex evil Nazi boyfriend, um, when he said, oh, intruders, and they said they found him, they all ran and they went to the car. She went the opposite way because she she kind of has um uh what was it you can't tell the difference between left and right she couldn't tell the difference even though oh, her family uh, was going the direction. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, that thing, and um she she couldn't tell the difference between left and right, so she went the opposite way. And what did you know it? Uh, Mister uh, Nazis were there and. They took her in, and she's like, "Ah, Chucks," and it was a pop up, but up, wham. And then, obviously, that wasn't in the yes. movie that we saw, but it was cu- it was cut off. If you actually watch the extended deluxe edition um, DLC version of the sound of music, that's only on VHS, but also on uh, Laserdisc. If you uh, Laserdisc. <laughs> Um, if you if you're able to find that kind of special edition of the sound of music, you can find Anne Hathaway in there. Um, yes, this was made in the '60s. Uh, does that make her? She's really really old now, but she still looks young. Absolutely. Um, God damn it. We don't know how they do it. It's the it's the magic of Hollywood. So uh, if uh, unfortunately I didn't get to see the part, I did see the behind the scenes about it and how Anne Hathaway was kind of having a fun time but she was always like the the odd one out uh from time to time but you know there's a point where she punched one of the kids and they asked her why she did it allegedly 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 allegedly, uh punched one of the sound of music kids uh during the set of it allegedly um and allegedly she said you know allegedly uh that's what yeah that's what she said allegedly um they were confused um everyone's confused we were all confused um but yeah, unfortunately, her all her scenes weren't in, you know, in the sound of music. So it, it was a shame. It, it was kind of a shame because you know she kind of had some good bops. Um, she had that song that that Will was talking about the the I can do anything for love. She had um, she had a a song. Um, it was a uh, um, uh, what what's the right word? Kids bop. I think it was a kids bop one. Um, right, right, she, right. Yeah, where she where she sings in it as an entire ensemble of children. Yeah, that was her. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know the you know that uh, that cover song "Evanescence" by um, "Bring Me" uh, that uh, that cover made by "Evanescence" "Bring Me to Life." That that was in the original sound of music. 
Um, she originally did that. What people don't know, that was a cover song Evanescence did for the Daredevil music for the Dev- Daredevil movie. But originally, it was in the Sound of Music Ultimate Digital DLC Deluxe uh, VHS slash Laserdisc edition of the Sound of Music. Um, right. So I have a question. Um, yes. When they're doing when they're doing the music thing for this movie. Do, do you think they were just doing that, or was that written in? <laughs> yeah, they were doing that back in back in the in the thirties. That's they actually. That's what that, it is a real account that they just started singing during during those bits. Yeah, it was like you know, like back in you know, Robin probably knows this. He's more of a history man than I do, but the, uh, this is what I know. It's like because um, I have a, a a doctorate in in the the history specifically in the the early to late 30s about people singing out of thin air um making a musical number out of instinct so you know back in that those days um you know we human as we humans as a species uh there was a part of us that went to austria and for some reason when you go to austria you, you just you you look at the beautiful environment in there and you're just like wow i can just start singing and so there's points where they start singing and it's just part of their instincts it's kind of like how we just breathe you know we just inhale and exhale it's kind of like that for them and they can't they can't really stop it sometimes they sing when they're sad when they're in love when they're happy or when they're trying to sing a song to make them happy you know kind of like those in the musical so you know they didn't really make the songs in there some of them were made um i uh, obviously the one um bring me to life and i could do anything for love by aunt hathaway those were like made by aunt hathaway but the other songs were you know they were just they just naturally popped out i mean one of the little girls we don't know how she knows how to play the guitar but she knows how to play the guitar in there it's because it's it's natural instincts for some reason they they, they have the, they have this weird instinct in that place if you go to austria right that- now Oh, go for it. I have a question because you're talking about so in Austria they just sing. Yes, oh, it's an instinct. What about like yeah. doctors? Um, like, like situationally, like I'm saying, like you're in the middle of surgery. Let let's say open heart surgery, right? And the doctor's just mm-hmm. like, I've got to cut up in this person and give them a new heart. <laughs> like that that would be problematic, right? And like, is it like a primal thing, like? Yeah, do, do people sing in their sleep? Um, from what I've from what we learned, no, they don't sing in their sleep. But for some reason, okay. specifically in Austria, if you want to be a nurse there, you do have to get you do have to at least take four uh classes of musical of of um of music specifically of instrumental music. They have to at least Makes learn sp- specific music kind of like the cello, a violin cuz they're the ones who build the music. Like how do you think, you know, you think that you <laughs> you think music just comes out of thin air? But no, they, it, people people are just in the streets with well, an instrument. Wait, but I thought it did because they sing The Hills Are Alive with the sound of music, which by the yeah. way must be like the most G-rated uh The Hills Have Eyes uh movie every time because like, when i think of um the hills are alive that song i keep thinking of like wanting to make a parody of like the hills have eyes it's the- and they're gone uh e you yes. ah. <laughs> 
Um, Eating high speed. It hurts so much. Oh. Yeah, it's it's kind it's it's kind of like that, I you know. Assume. But I you know, I, we're still learning new things about Austria and its existence and how it can do what it did in the Santa Music movie. So it, it it's kind of there. Some people say it was you know practice and actual dancing and actual singing, and they're all actors. They're not actors. They're they're you know they're real people. You know. You know, they're not actors, they're real people. Controversial take by Edgar actors are people. Um, <laughs> you want to have lunch with that actor? No, you ever eat with one? Um, that's a reference to the producers. Yes. Uh, okay, I'm gonna get this train back on the tracks for a second here. All right, so who was your favorite character in the movie we're kind of going at a different take with this we're not doing really doing a full movie review we're just talking um who was your favorite character edgar uh, um i would say i think it's the obvious one uh mrs uh M- main lady because i really enjoyed the energy she gave i uh because she's like the julie andrews that's the actress name i really liked her uh the, her character how she was I will say kind of my least favorite character, I would say, um, is the 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 girl and her boyfriend. I felt like that that side story really didn't get fully introduced. It kind of was just there. It was just there till like the ending. So we could see that the the boyfriend was there, which I I was like, it was okay. I didn't like it wasn't like one thing that was like, I hate that it was there. I hate it. I hate it. No, it was just, you know. It was there. Um, they could have done a bit more with it because I mean, this movie's like what, almost three hours long? It's two hours and fifty five minutes. As, I mean, it uh, was supposed it was supposed to show add to the um like oh, there's that one thorn that they have. They have the the town Nazi that is like one of the the kid Nazis that wanting to you know be the big one, and it, it's kind of a problematic thing that one of the Von Trapp children is in love with him. And it's like, oh, maybe we could change him. It's like, no, you can't. You can't. He's mm. He's gone too deep into the Kool-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I guess you could say that. I just, I kind of I mean, felt he becomes that. He becomes a brown shirt, like, yeah. at, at the end of the movie. So, I mean, like, he's it, way in there. I mean, he was the first one to basically do the, the, the Nazi salute, basically. Like, he was the first one that did it. And so, yeah, I can see how that kind of shows it up. Um, but yeah, I think I think a lot of the actors were very were really enjoyable to watch. Like the main cast and crew, they're really uh, the the chemistry with Anne Hath uh, with uh, not Anne, why am I saying Anne Hathaway? What the what the hell is going on? We've been talking about Anne Hathaway too long. Um, Julie Andrews, uh, I liked her uh, the chemistry she had with the kids. It really was it was like a nice sweet thing where it's like she's getting these kids uh instead of just being like feel like they're just like soldiers or uh you know navy soldiers part of their dad's team or something they they started like and like expressing and enjoying themselves ha- uh, having a good life enjoying their life and it, it they lost it because of their mother's passing and so now that their father kind of was like in charge he kind of really didn't know how to take care of the kids and just was very strict with them until you know, Julie Andrews came into the picture and really brightened everything up and put music back into the family. And so that's kind of how it, uh, it, it all went. 
And Robin? You, Robin? Oh, I'm sorry, Edgar. Oh, it's all good. I, I kind of finished my sentence there. Robin, um, who was your favorite character? My favorite character was um, was Christopher Plummer's character, um, the Baron. Um, I just like the way that how you know how up uptight he is, and then he kind of he changes throughout the film. And I just I don't know. I just enjoy I, I enjoyed his character a lot, um, especially because he's the one who gets to sing the Edelweiss song, which is one of my favorite songs in in the movie. So, um, but yeah, I think the Baron is is my favorite character in that. Um, mm. So yeah. I also like it how he just, you know, he's like, yeah, no, fuck Nazis. <laughs> Especially because <laughs> of that, that, that scene of him literally ripping up a swastika flag is like an iconic, like a great scene to see that. It's just really quick, just him ripping it up in half. Yeah. I was like, oh. Will, who, Will, who's your favorite uh, character in this Oh, movie? man. Um, I really liked Lady Goat. Uh, that lady goat was awesome. Uh, not, not enough screen time, personally. Um, but that lady goat was like, you know, saucy, but also a goat. And so a goat <laughs> to have that much uh, range as an actress, um, that's really amazing. Um, I, oh, yeah, that absolutely. All, also, um, probably my second favorite character in this film, after Lady Goat, was uh, probably going to be um, uh, none who doesn't like Maria, but does, and she's cool. Yeah, end of list. <laughs> uh, what was uh, what was everybody's favorite song from the movie? That's a, that's a question. What was our what was um, our favorite favorite track from the movie? Uh, I have two, uh, the Edelweiss song and um, the I Have Confidence song at the beginning. Also, I mean, I, I also like the, um, when the when the children have to say goodnight um, mm. uh, during the, the party. That's, that's a good one, too. But I think I, I'd say those three are my favorite in this in this musical. Edgar, what's, uh, what's your favorite song from the movie? Uh, I do really like that... Uh the the i do enjoy that confidence song that she sings in that shot where it's just like the camera just going back as she's walking forward to walking to the the house i really like that song um the other song that i like is uh the favorite favorite thing song i really enjoy that song she's right here but um that one i really like i like i like the energy that goes into that song um for me personally i don't know i just like how it goes through dun 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 you know that kind of part that 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 point of it i really like that one also kind of you know the other ones are uh good bangers but i think those are kind of like specifically my two favorite songs from the movie so ye what about you will what are your favorite oh, songs I, I i like uh how do you solve a problem like maria uh because there's a really good parody of it uh, that I like a lot, with mm. uh, called "How do you solve a problem, gonorrhea?" And it's really funny. <laughs> How do you solve a problem, gonorrhea? How do you cure a nasty case of crabs? It's really funny. Um, so I'm gonna have to go with that one. 
but also uh, the song Lady Goat Sings. just got a touchdown from, ha- from halfway of the field. Sorry, I was listening, but I got distracted. Who got a touchdown? It's now Wait, wait. You know what? I guys, I officially I have to I have to put in that I'm supporting the Rams in this because of Lady Goat. Um Lady oh, Goat and, and the Rams, man. I gotta support <laughs> uh, So let let's go uh let's go Rams, let's go Lady Goat. Hashtag Woo! Lady Goat. Uh, Lady Goat <laughs> When this co- when you get to this part on the YouTube video, everybody, I want you to type uh, in the comments hashtag Lady Goat. Um, there you go. Yeah, hashtag um, Lady so, Goat. Lady so, Goat. Uh, but wait, so Robin, the- give us a quick colored commentary on the uh, football game. Um, Who's winning and what's the score? Well, it's tied seven seven now. Uh, Rams were ahead at first, and then. Um, from half about halfway, I don't know what yard line they were did it, but they did. Um, they were able to. They got the ball downfield to, uh, um, in the end zone for 49ers to get it to score. So oh, so they hit a home run. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what oh, I, I have a question. Who has the quaffle currently? The quaffle. <laughs> yeah. The- because you know, if uh, the quaffle's one point, but if you get the golden snitch, it's one hundred and seventeen points. Oh my god! <laughs> I just want to point out that right now there are some Harry Potter fans that'll listen to this and be like, "That's not the proper scoring." <laughs> um, uh, but I, I, I have a, I have an it's, additional question. I thought it was, um, I thought it was one hundred. I thought it was one doing their job. No, I thought it was one hundred points to, when you catch the golden snitch. It's 150, actually. I can correct okay. myself. Um, okay. So, question. Yeah. We all have our favorite characters. We all have our favorite songs. Uh, we've talked a little bit about our least favorite characters because, you know, Nazis. It's, it's really just down to that, really. Um, but um, what was uh, this movie about? Um, because I watched it, I was pretty high, and I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> and um, but I don't know. We we we've talked about it. It's it's a love story. It's 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 basically Romeo and Juliet, but like the kids live. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not really Romeo. It's not really Romeo and Juliet. I mean, it's it's it, 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 these two these two it's, people end up falling in love because um. And it's it's with help from the children that help them kind of fall in love with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Nazis come and they're like, "Oh mm-hmm. shit, we want to live together forever, but we don't want to live under this tyranny." So they try to run away, and the Nazis try to catch them. Mm-hmm. And then the nuns are like, "Yeah, no, we're going to help you." And then they got away. That's really it. Yeah. That's so, the story. So, <laughs> so, so, there's so, also, so there's also the uh, the Baroness who gets fucked in the end because like. She was gonna marry him, right? And then, like Maria shows up and is totally Camilla, and yeah. uh, like you know, steals away her man. So I felt sorry for um, technically Monroe. There is one thing, like for historical historical purpose. Apparent. So apparently, they both Marie, Maria and the and the Baron they actually got married in 1927. Um, 
Mm. Not not oh. like in the movie where they got married in in the late thirties, but um. So at the in, if we're talking about the story of the musical, at that point they should have already been married. But you know, I guess they they wanted to make it you know a story, so it made sense. Like, oh yeah, let's turn it into a love story. So, mm. I know. Uh, but I, what I was trying to say is this movie's basically kind of. It's Mary Poppins in a way, but in this one, it involves Nazis and her actually marrying uh, uh, someone she loves. Yeah, you know, kind kind of because she meet she goes meets these kids and she uh, she takes care of the kids and the kids love her, but this time she doesn't actually go away. She actually uh, stays and she marries their dad and she becomes a mom, a stepmom. <laughs> Can you imagine Mary Poppins, but Mary Poppins causes George to George Banks to divorce his wife and they marry? <laughs> Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> Hello, children. I'm Mary Poppins. I'm going to cause a terrible divorce in your family. Also, I'm going to marry your father. But it's okay. I'm magic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But our mother's gone. I'm your new mother now. Pulls and, up and she's a man now. <laughs> <laughs> the talking parrot umbrella was always a gun. <laughs> it's the penguin. It's the penguin. Oh, <laughs> penguins show up with guns. <laughs> oh my they're, god, the cartoons. They're, 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 they're cartoons, but the guns are real. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait i've seen this movie it, it ends really well for the penguins um, <laughs> i think i think it became a whole franchise uh planet of the penguins you know where <laughs> where what's his name he's on the beach and they've destroyed the statue of liberty and go he, they blew it up those goddamn one the, dirty one birds of the, one of the penguins tries to talk and he just goes no <laughs> oh you mean mr po you mean mr popper's penguins Yes, Mr. Yes, Potter's Penguins. Yes. Which is the best movie in the Planet of the Penguins franchise. <laughs> it stars Jim Carrey. And it, uh, that's where we get the penguin guy. And pe the penguin, you know, as Robin said, it says, no. And the penguins yeah. are like, quack, holy shit. Quack. <laughs> quack, holy shit. Put that on a t-shirt. And the penguins were like, quack, holy shit. <laughs> Oh, the fish man lives. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else oh. can what else can we say about this this lovely movie? I mean, it's in all good, reality, it's a good movie. Great. Yeah, it's a great movie to watch. Oh. I'd say we just go into rate into into ratings because, like, I, I I don't know what else to talk about this movie. About. <laughs> oh wait, another great song that often gets passed over: "Climb Every Mountain." Such a great song. Yeah. That's a good Because it's because the nun gets to belt it, you know, climb every mountain. Every mountain. I believe um that that the the main nun, she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Oh. Makes sense. Uh so was Julie and Julie Andrews was nominated for Best Actress. She didn't win it, but neither of them did, but who won, won I don't know. I can't remember. Um, let me see. Well, me Robin, see. You, you're you're our you're our uh, person who knows absolutely everything about the Oscars. I mean, come on. You have a PhD I'm, I'm in it, Robin. 
You got a PhD in uh, in Oscars and the Oscars. <laughs> he knows his Oscar Meyer. That's that's true. Yeah. Um, he knows. Uh, he knows the ingredients, the history, how much sodium is in each Oscar Meyer ingredient. Um, Julie Julie Christie for Darling won Best Actress that year. Ah, there we go. Um. Uh, so, shall so, we go into ratings? I think so. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Robin. What is your overall thoughts and ratings of The Sound of Music? Um, I, I'd say I'd give this a... Honestly, I'd give it a straight five. Because I, 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 like, I, I, it's a really enjoyable movie. It's a great musical. Um, really great songs in it. Great characters. Um, and it's just a really fun time. Like I, 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 I'd give it a straight five. That's mine. Hmm. Intriguing. Very nice. What about you, Mr. Will? What is your overall thoughts and ratings on the sound of music? I'm going to give it a four and a half. Um, and here's why. The acting, great. The songs, amazing. The scenery, wonderful. Some of the cinematography, the 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 like when they're in when uh, the uh, captain are in the hey Will burp, not Edgar. When when the captain and Maria are ki- are about to kiss and they're outside and they're singing and it, it's like all shadow and you can barely see. That's beautiful, beautiful. Um, the only thing is. They didn't give Lady Goat enough screen time, and that upsets <laughs> me. So I had to knock it a half a rating for yeah. that alone. But um, I really like uh, Max, the uncle, because he's he he kind of represents like Hollywood, um, like entertainment people, where it's like you have he has a line where he's like you have to please everybody these days, and it's like oh. It really has, like, that line kind of makes me think of the movie Cabaret, um, which is really good. Uh, maybe something that we might want to review in the future, actually, because uh, mm-hmm. yeah. it, it, it's, it's another musical, but it's also really deep. Uh, like this one, you know, this is a kid's movie kind of thing, you know, but yeah. not a kid's movie, but, you know, it, it that's, it, you know, kids would really like it. And the cabaret not so much it's a lot darker but uh i'd give it a four and a half it's a great musical nice i was just i was really quick before we get to edgar i was just given this piece of info um if you visit salzburg you can go on a sound of music guided tour on a bus where everyone sings the songs and sees where filming takes place oh i guess we know where the grand slam's going I will say Salzburg is really fucking beautiful. It's also where Mozart's from. He was born there. The Grand Slam meets Mozart. Yes, we'll meet Mozart. In real life. We'll dig him out of the ground and we'll meet him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that won't be difficult because he, as we know from the statues of Mozart, he was only from the shoulders up. Yeah. He's buried ah. somewhere outside of Vienna in a mass grave because apparently he was put in a mass grave. Oh, really? Yeah, because hmm. um, he lost all of his money. I think he, he was. 
was not he he was really poor when he died uh damn that's a low note because he just kept partying all the time he wasted all of his money and then he got sick and then he tried to make his last thing and then he died damn fuck the man was well rocking in the house tonight yeah Thank you, Edgar, for lifting us out of that sorrow with party rock. Um, Edgar, what were your ratings for the movie? Um, for for my first time actually really watching this movie overall, I I'm not big like really really big into watching musicals. I'm not that big into it, but I you know there's some musicals that I watch that like Disney or like other ones that like you know they're small and. You know, after years of just hearing mute this music and knowing Julie Andrews' uh, career and stuff, but never really sitting down and watching some of her movies, um, I really enjoy this movie. I think the movie's a really great musical. I think a lot of the musical numbers are really great. The performances are really fantastic. Um, the cinematography is really, really gorgeous, especially when it does like a lot of different like scenery stuff and. Um, it's just an overall beautiful, uh, like beautiful movie. Um, uh, I do have, uh, you know, just a tad bit of issues with, uh, you know, the one that I was discussing about the relationship with the older daughter and the Nazi boy. Um, kind of was a bit iffy with me, um, but I think overall it still was a really great movie. I would, I'm on the same boat as well. I would give it a four and a half stars. Um, probably maybe on the second rewatch would be. Um, I might pick it up a bit. But so far, I'm just going to leave it at four and a half stars because it's, it's a really great movie. It's it's really good. Um, it's it's a movie that I guarantee I probably would watch again. I would not mind watching it again. It's a really, really good movie. So, yeah, yeah. four and a half stars for me. Yeah. But of nice. course, but of course, we're not done yet. We have one more segment, which is our untitled segment idea. So without further ado, one a two, a one, two, three, eight. Untitled segment idea they were able to stop them and they They were able to stop them and uh uh, rams tried to do a field goal and they missed it was a 54 yard attempt ah big big boop so speaking uh will what have you recently watched read seen etc 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 well um i so as everybody knows, uh, hopefully by now, you, uh, if, if not, this will be news to you. I have I moved up to Austin, so I've been working a lot. Um, but so mostly I've just been doing my job, coming home, and uh, I've been, I've I've been rewatching some series. So uh, my roommate and I are watching Downton Abbey. Rewatch. I'm rewatching, and he's watching it for the first time. Um, I believe I've I've said before that I was watching Downton Abbey here on this show, but it's good enough to rewatch. But I'm also revisiting Warehouse 13, which was a show on Sci-Fi, but it is now on uh, Peacock, 
if you any of you have Peacock. Um, so it's it's a great show. Um, basically, the whole point of the show is that there are artifacts in the world, and these artifacts have certain powers, and the they they get these powers from people who have you know kind of spe like special characteristics about them um, or uh, events that happen you know, negative or positive, and there is this society in the world that has been along for a very long time, and they have deemed these artifacts too powerful to be, and dangerous to be in the public. So their whole job is to find these artifacts and put them in a warehouse to keep them safe. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting. So it's a little bit of like, drama with sci-fi and uh you know it, it's good um there's like action scenes there's funny banter there's kooky characters um it's a good show uh and to give you an example of an artifact um there is a riding crop you know for like if you're riding a horse you have a riding crop and mm -hmm. It was owned by Cecil B. DeMille, the you know the the big director. And if you held the riding crop in your hand and you bend it in your hand a little bit, um, you can actually control what somebody does, and you can make them do things. Um, but they they know that you're controlling them, and they don't they don't like like it. But Cecil B. DeMille was a very powerful director and, you know, got a lot out of his actors. And so, you know, there's that there. So there's like lore and everything to all of the artifacts. It's really interesting. Um, so hmm. I recommend it. Intriguing, intriguing. Hmm. Edgar, what about... what's something that you've been um, Re reading or watching or or what the the things what what you what's you your story me uh what i've been you know as i've been you know just doing school stuff working i'm i'm directing a children's show here at the university this year's children's show so i've been busy on that stuff but you know at the you know when i have some free time i play some bit of uh video games like right now i've been playing pokemon legends arceus which i've been streaming recently and I'll be streaming it like every every weekend as we go go on to it. Nice. And so far, it's pretty fun. It's a fun new take on the Pokemon series. It's a different departure from the mainline series. Something new, something different, which makes it really, it, which it's really interesting. It's fun. Not the most uh, good looking game. It uh, excuse me, uh, but it, it it's not like the pretty graphics looking uh video game that's out there but you know it's it's not like i don't hate it i i quite enjoy it and but you know overall like the gameplay and like the the that you're a researcher in this game instead of being uh trying to be the best champion fighter uh in the pokemon league um i like that new take i like the different take they're going with this as for what i watched recently um i got back to uh to the series that i was watching but it wasn't uh i only saw like a couple of episodes of it when it first came out on a streaming platform that no one remembers uh 
DC Universe. I don't know if everyone remembers DC Universe. Uh, wasn't uh, it didn't last that long until HBO Max came along. It really boom took it away, real quick. Um, and that shows Doom Patrol, which is a f- big surprise. It's a I really really enjoyed Doom Patrol. It has um, it, you know it has a lot of uh, great cast in there. Um, I keep forgetting this guy's name. He was in um, he was in Hot Fuzz. He played the uh, the manager, the the store owner. I forgot his Timothy name. Dalton. Yeah, he's in the he's in the show, and oh, also cool. Brendan and also Brendan Fraser's in the show. Timothy Dalton is also one of a a James Bond as well. He ah. played James Bond for two movies. Hmm, interesting. But um, yeah, he's no, no, in the... um, Robin, you're you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of uh, uh, the Scottish actor. Um, oh, oh, uh, um, Willem Dafoe, Roger Moore, yeah. Oh That's... no, uh, uh, Mel Gibson. You're thinking of Mel Gibson. Mel he Gibson. never played. Uh, <laughs> never, oh. he never played uh, 007. <laughs> wow, Mel Gibson. Uh, uh, weird. Uh, uh, but yeah, I was. Uh, I really am happy to see Brendan Fraser to be in, in something again. Ever since he kind of left uh, the acting career for a really long time, I really enjoyed him in the Mummy. I really liked him in the Mummy, mummy movies. You know, as like I really enjoyed him in those. And I was really, I'm really happy to see him that he's back uh, in the in the acting career. And I really enjoy him in this movie. He does a really good job um in this film well not in the film in uh in in this show doom patrol it's basically about a bunch of uh nobody known superheroes anti-superheroes and it's just it's such a weird show it's not like Zack snyder like edgy gruesome stupid shit no it's just it takes a weird turn and like there's a bunch of weird stuff like there's uh there's this uh there's like these cre- they go in like these weird adventures where they go inside a donkey's mouth and uh basically the entire donkey has an entire town inside him because he's part of like a dimensional rift that's in between the lines of the comics the white lines in the comics um there's also uh Dong, uh, a horse unicorn like god that sings as it speaks and was in a relationship with uh timothy dalton's character it, it kind of showed that and it's, it's such a weird show and the and the weird concept and how it goes on it, it's such it, it just it's really entertaining also it fi- this is the show that does the a completely different origin story uh, for Cyborg, instead of following the fucking, oh, it's a mother box, and it's an alien mother box that they're using, and it does this and that, it connects to dark side and all this shit, and I'm just like, they, they just went and did a different uh, origin story with Cyborg, and I love that, I really love they did a different origin with it, and the show's just overall fun, it's, it's just a really, it, it's such an entertaining show, I would highly recommend it, it's on hbo max it's now an hbo max original and uh if you have it and you want to watch something weird and give it i would give doom patrol a try it's a really good show really good um nice yeah but robin 
what have you been recently watched, reading, playing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Well, uh, I don't want to get political, but because of the recent thing that happened in Tennessee, I decided I'm going to, I, I wanted to reread uh, Mouse. Ah, Mouse. So, yes. So I'm, I'm on the first part. I, I don't have the complete version. I just have it where it's like two different books. Um, so mm. I'm, I'm reading the first one. I'm almost done with it. And, you know, just, it's a, I, it's always a good reminder to read or watch stuff that is about the Holocaust to remind you that, Hey, look, this stuff happened. Um, and it's a really good, it, it's a good book. Uh, mm. I highly recommend it. If you ever get a chance to read it, it's a, it's, um, the, it is, it, it, I did not know this, but it is the first graphic novel. Like, mm. this is what made the graphic novel, not like a compilation of comic books that they put into one thing, but like, you know, oh, it is a very long, very serious comic that is about a serious subject kind of thing. I actually did a uh, a book present, like a book, uh, not a book report, but I guess you could consider that because um, in, in my high school, they did like these uh, story presentations where you get like a those um those poster boards that open up yeah and you just put like oh the main story and the themes about it and what's it about and like the climax and the resolution of the story you know all that stuff i did it on that um on i did i did it on that book and uh it and i got first place for it uh and that's the first time i actually uh enjoyed doing something that's kind of in that kind of range I don't have the poster board with me anymore. I think my te my my English teacher has it now because he asked if he can keep it to like use it as an example. Because I went, uh, I kind of went like in that because it, it's a, he we read the book in his class and he would always introduce those and I really and I really liked that book. Uh, and oh, I because we had it there and he read it with us because he said it was an important book and yeah it is. So I really. It's it's a it's a good book. It's a good read. If you want to read something that's really a really interesting book, um, about it, go for it. It's a really good st storytelling of of you know of the Holocaust. Yeah. Well, that seems to be it though for this episode. Yeah, yeah. It's about that time yeah. we about to end this uh this story. But of course, quick reminder. You like watching us here on Twitch? You can give us a follow and continue and get updated on when we go and stream games or when we do another episode of this. Um, as I've said before in previous episodes, we're doing every other week we're going to make a new episode. So not next week, but the following week, we'll have a brand new Grand Slam episode for you guys. And what movie will it be? You'll find out soon enough. Probably when it when we announce we're doing another episode. Um but of course, if you guys just want to catch up with us and you just want to be part of the community, you could join our Discord. Um, follow us in our social medias and the Grand Slam social medias that we have, you know, on our Twitters. Follow us there or our Grand Slam Instagram. Go for that. Um, of course, if you relate to the to our, you know, our showing here, you could always find it on the YouTubes, which will be uploaded uh, later on during this week. And also we'll be on Spotify if you'd like to just go out and about with your headphones on or walking around or driving around you could do that um you could follow us on our own social medias on twitter you could go do that 
And any last words to uh, Will and Robin before we head on out? Uh, well, uh, I just want to say, uh, be kind to people yeah. and tip. Yes. Tip, tip your servers, tip, tip, uh, tip people. It's important. Yes. Yeah. And also, yes, Stefan, we got to post, post memes on the discord on our meme page on our discord. If you want to join us. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you all for watching. We love you. You guys have a wonder, uh, a wonderful night, evening, afternoon, day, whatever time zone it is in your place. And bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Boy, you probably bye -bye. can't. Uh, I don't, you, you guys can't hear uh, Robin here because I didn't add the output capture. Uh, sorry, guys. Oh. Uh, now it is. Now they can hear you. Goodbye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye.